Today being Chofei Tishrei, the Yemai Lula of Rav HaKodesh, Tzadik, Rablev Yitzhak Mebadichev, he was nostalgic on the 25th of Tishrei, the year Tovkuf Ayin, late 1809, 210 years ago, in the city of Badichev. In the Sikhas of the Rebbe, we find quite often references to Rablevitsa Badichever, either it's a tera of his or a vort or a sipur, and also in a Maimer Chsidis that the Rebbe delivered on Rishishone. First, Benegir to his name, the Rebbe makes a point that the two names of Rabalevitsa Badichever stress in the intense connection to Elikos. His first name is Levi, which is the Pasik Hapam Yelove Ishi Elai Ishi. My husband also goes on Hashem. Hashem and Yidin are as Chosen and Kala, husband and wife. Is Pam Yelove Ishi Elai means the connection that there will be between the Abishter and Yidin. That expresses the Iskashers between Yidin and Hashem. The second name, Yitzchak, is connected with the Pasik Tzcheik Oseli Elikim, Inyan of Joy. Simcha, and generally these two names express two basic concepts in Avedis Hashem. One is the connection with Hashem, and the second one expresses the Simcha in Avedis Hashem. In Shabbos Parshat Dvorim, Tovshin Mem, 1980, when the Rebbe spoke about Rablevitsa Badichever, he added, that he was one who was very involved in Navas Yisrael, the love of a fellow Jew. Kalel also, including the Avas Yisrael that there is between Yidin and Eivishter, he was a Melitz Yecher, uh, an advocate for the Jewish nation, and drew down from above to below in Yonim of Amshoches in the manner of Racham and Mercy, to the extent that his name as he is also referred to by non-Jews, and this is also how the Havgul, his descendants, are referred to with the family name, the name the Baramdiker. The Baramdik means mercy, because they knew that he's a Yid, and he accomplishes and draws down Rachamim, mercy from the Ebesh in a way that even a non-Jew saw it with his Eine Basar. The Rebbe adds, referring also to the connection that Rabbi Yitzhak had with the Mazrich and Magid and with the Alter Rebbe, since they were both disciples of the Mazrich and Magid. He was also a friend of the Alter Rebbe, and he later became a Mechutan of the Alter Rebbe, as their grandchildren married each other, and this was one of the famous weddings, Tovkuf Samach Zayin, the Zhlobin Achasen of the city, name is Zhlobin, and that's where the Alter Rebbe and Rablevitz Abadichever spent much time together over the duration of the Simcha. And the Rebbe adds that we also see what Chassidim relate, that after the Stalkos, 
of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Badichever. The Altelebe traveled to Badichev to console the family members. And based on the request of the family, he stayed there through Pesach. And he said, my Marech Siddes there, he delivered Hasidic discourses. And as the Rebbe refers to the listing and the um, headers of many Maimorim that were said then in Badichev. Another Indian that we find Benegir, Rablevitsu Badichever, is Benegir to the news of Yutas Kislev. When the Alter Rebbe was freed, the Alter Rebbe wrote a letter to his close friend Rablevitsu Badichever how the Geula took place. And the Rebbe included that in the beginning of the Ayem Yem on the day of Yutas Kislev. Over the years, the Rebbe made mention of Rablevitz Abadichever in Sichas and also in a Maimer. The Rebbe referring to him with special titles and mentioning a Vort, a Sipur, or a Teira of Rablevitz Abadichever. We'll quote from a Maimer where the Rebbe quotes from Rabbi Levitzel Badichever, it's a mimer of Rishi Shonet Tovshim Mem Gimel, late 1982. And the Rebbe edited this mimer, and the Rebbe says, A moshel, a parable in regards to Tzkiya Shefer, from Horav HaGon HaChosid, Morav Rabbi Levitzel and the Rebbe continues, it is known and famous in all worlds that Rabbi Levi Yitzchak was an Ayyab Yisrael, loved the Jewish nation, and was an advocate for every individual Yid. And he tilted the balance of the scale of every Yid in the direction of merit, lekafschus, and in a way of lechatchila riber, in a very broad-sensed way. In the Sikha of Dvarim Tovshin Lamed, Shabbos Chazain, the Rebbe says, Rabbi Levi Yitzchok does not need any smichas, he is mentioned in many Drushi Chsides Chabad, Chabad Chsides Discourses, he's mentioned in Lukutitera, of the Alter Rebbe, and he's mentioned in Vekocha Godel in the Hemshech of my Marim of the Rebbe Marash from the year Tafresh Lamedzayin, 1877. And likewise, he's mentioned in Sichas of the Rabbeim, and especially in the Sichas of the previous Rebbe in regards to his Avasis role. In Tafshin Memalef, 1981, the Rebbe, when mentioning Rabbi Levitsa Badichever, says that he's a Melitz Yesher. He's an advocate for the whole Jewish nation. And that is something that is needed exclusively in the days of Bein HaMetzorim, the three weeks of mourning period between the 17th of Tammuz and Tisha B'av. Uh, two weeks later, Parshat Vorim, the Rebbe again mentioned Rabbi Levitsa and he said he's a Melitz Teif, an advocate for the whole Jewish nation from all the generations up till this generation that we find ourselves in. 
Mirza Hashem, in the next installment, will continue with additional references where the Rebbe mentions Rabbi Yitzchak Badicheva in regards to certain Yom and Tevin. Behemshech to the earlier installment about Rabbi Yitzchak of Badichev, we continue now with some of his insights on the Yom and Tevim of Tishrei. Firstly, about Rishi Shona and the sounding of the Shefer. Rabbi Yitzchak gives a parable to understand the significance of blowing Shefer. This parable is quoted by the Rebbe Marash in one of his famous Hamshechim series of discourses in the years Tafrish Lamed Zayin, Tafrish Lamed Ches, 1877-1878, and also on several occasions by the Rebbe. The marshal is as follows. A king once went into a big forest to enjoy himself A king once traveled to a big forest to enjoy himself and gain a pleasure of, from hunting till he ended up in the depth of the forest and he could not find the road to get back home. In the forest he met villagers, he asked them about the road back to his palace. They did not recognize the king and they did not know what to tell him because they never knew this main road back to the palace. So finally he met a wise person and he asked him the directions and this wise person understood that he is the king and he stepped back, listened immediately to the question of the king and he showed him the way uh, because he was very knowledgeable so he knew the main road how to get back to the palace and he took the king to the to the palace and he placed him on the throne and the, the person found charm in the eyes of the king and he promoted him to a very high position gave him very expensive clothing that he dressed him with. After a while, the man committed an act which was considered rebellious against the king. He was sentenced to death. Before he was taken out to be executed, the person asked for one request, which was granted to him. He said, I request to wear the clothes I wore when I escorted His Majesty when he was lost in the forest, and that His Majesty should also wear the clothes he wore then. The king complied, and when they were both dressed in the garments they wore at the time of their meeting, the king remembered the great generosity that this person did with him, that he returned him back to the palace and he placed him on the throne and the king was inspired with a special mercy for this person. This person found charm in the eyes of the king and the king removed the sin that this person sent to him and he placed him back in his position. This is the parable. 
The meaning of the parable is that when Hashem gave the Torah to the Jewish nation, He offered it first to all nations of the world. They all refused, except the people of Am Yisrael, who willingly accepted the yoke of heaven and fulfilled the commandments of the Creator. But now we have transgressed and rebelled, like the man in the parable, and with the arrival of the Day of Judgment, we are fearful indeed. So we blow the shafer to recall the shafer blowing that accompanied our original acceptance of the Torah and coronation of Hashem. This marriage stands by us and Hashem forgives us of, for all our sins and inscribes us immediately for a year of goodness and life. Hemshech to the earlier installment about Rabbi Yitzchak of Badichev. We continue with installment number three, discussing additional insights of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak and the Yomim Tevim, as they are cited by the Rebbe in the Sichas. Regarding the fasts of Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak said, Even if we would not have been commanded to fast on Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av, one would have no interest to eat on these days. In the Rebbe's words, Tisha B'Av geht nicht ein zum Essen und Yem Kippur wie kämen das Essen. On the tragic day of Tisha B'Av, who has an appetite to eat? On Yem Kippur, the holiest day of the year, how can one eat on such a day? Rabbi Yitzchok continues, once it became a commandment to fast, then it became a mitzvah. Regarding the Yom Tev of Sukkis, the Rebbe was once sitting at a Suda of Sukkis in the previous Rebbe's Sukkah. One Chassid told the story about Rabbi Levi Yitzchak. He was up the entire first night of Sukkis, anxiously waiting to make the brachas on the Lulav. And the Chassid asked the Rebbe why this mitzvah, mitzvah's Lulav in particular, the Rebbe replied that also regarding film, we find that when the nine days of the Yontev of Sukkot passed, and Rabbi Levi Yitzchak did not put on film because of the Yontev, he would eagerly wait for the moment that he will be able to fulfill this mitzvah. Regarding Shabbos Chazain, which is the Shabbos before Tisha B'Av, the Rebbe, over the years, in Shabbos Chazen Fabrengens, would many times mention the marshal, the parable of Rabbi Levitzel Badichever. The Shabbos Chazen derives its name from the word Machazer, meaning vision. For on this Shabbos, everyone is shown a vision of the future temple, as the parable of Rabbi Levitzel Badichev regards to a father and a son that the father gave the son a garment, very special garment. The son didn't conduct himself appropriately. He took it away from him. And then a second time he gave it to him. And again, he didn't conduct himself properly. He took it away from him. And then he just shows it to him from time to time to inspire him that he should enhance his conduct and 
will then merit to receive this special gift. The temple shown is not that will be built by Mashiach, but that which will descend ready built from Hashem. As we say it in the Pasik, Migdash Adne Kenanu Yodecha. That this vision is shown on Shabbos Chazain, the Shabbos before Tishabov, stresses once again that the entire purpose of the Golos is the future Beisamigdash. And although the future Beisamigdash will descend from heaven, Mashiach will also participate in its building. The reason for the vision is to motivate and inspire everyone to do his part in helping to rebuild the Beisamigdash. Thus, we have both advantages. The Beis Amigdash built by Hashem above, and also man's service towards it in this physical world. In the spirit of Teresa Hayyem Yem, the 29th of Tishrei, and Behemshech to the earlier installment about Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Badichev, we continue now with installment number four, discussing insights of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Badichev, who spoke in a positive way and always looked for the good in the Jewish people. In Emaimer Rishishona Tovshin Mem Gimel, late 1982, the Rebbe states that although Rabbi Yitzchak, in explaining a parable about the sounding of the Shefer, it seems to reflect a negative aspect about the Jewish people. Nevertheless, since Rabbi Levi Yitzchak said it, it is in a positive light, as were all his statements regarding Klal Yisrael. In Nesicha, Tavshin Memzayin, the Rebbe cites that in the prophecy of Yeshaya about the Jewish nation, he describes them as Am Keved Ovin, a nation of heavy sins. Rablevi Yitzchak interprets it in a positive light, Am Keved Ovin, a nation which it is difficult for them to sin. In another Sikha, Tavshin Lamed Aleph, when the Rebbe was expressing a certain point, the Rebbe cites from Rabbi Levi Yitzchak as an advocate for the Jewish people as follows. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak once saw a person oiling the wheels of his wagon while he was reciting the Shema. When Rabbi Levi Yitzchak reached the shul, he said the following. I'll say it first in Yiddish and then translate it. Rebbeinu Shalelam, Givald. In English, said, Look what kind of dear nation you have, that even when one oils the wheels of his wagon, he recites the Shema. The Rebbe remarks about this story. That Rabbi Levi Yitzchak did not announce in shul that the Shema is said when oiling the wheels, because this is not the contents of the Pasik Shema Yisrael. When one recites the Shema, he needs to focus on the verse Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu, Hashem Echad. But 
when he needed to defend the Yid after the action, there was need to say that even while he's oiling the wheels, he recites the Shema. On another occasion, in the first years of the Nisios, the Rebbe mentions in a Fabrengen of Leil Simchasteira, Tavshin Yudalad, late 1953, Rabbi Levi Yitzchok once explained why he once quickly concluded on Yim Kippur, the Brocha, Melech Mechel Veseleach, that Hashem is a king who forgives, and he said it very quickly. And he explained the reason being because since we say a bracha with Hashem's name, Hashem needs to forgive. Otherwise, the bracha was made levatole in vain. It's a sure fact that Hashem will forgive. In Eisicha Purim, Tov Shin Choftes, 1969, the Rebbe relates the following. It was once around Rosh Hashanah time and Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, as an advocate for the Jewish people, saw that he did not manage yet to accomplish a good and sweet year in a revealed manner for the Jewish nation. He then made the following statement to Hashem saying to Hashem, what do you want from the Jewish people? If the Ganeiden and Elam Haba, the world to come, and the reward of the Sudas Levyosin and Sherabar, which is the meal that will take place during the redemption, would have been placed here in this world in an obvious manner, so that we can see it with our flesh eyes. And the physical desires of Averis would be mentioned only in Svarim, not in an obvious manner. You would have a justified complaint about Jews who sinned. Since you're showing the Jewish people all the rewards of Livyosin, Sheirabar, and you also show them Ganeiden and Neilam Haba, and nevertheless they couldn't control themselves and sinned. Therefore, they receive a punishment. But in reality, the real picture is the opposite. Levyosin and Sheir Habar that you promised them when Mashiach will come is stated somewhere in Gemara. Ganeiden and Neilam Haba needs, a person needs to look for it briefly in Gemara and in greater length in the Zayar. But when it comes to Ravelis with Elam Haza and with the gold and silver and copper and all the physical desires that are in this physical world, you gave it to them here, where they can see with their flash eyes. How can they not sin? What kind of argument do you have about the Jewish people? And the Rebbe continued elaborating about this in great length, seemingly obvious that he was speaking to Hashem on behalf of Claudius Yisrael.